The VC Show is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, but you must be 21 or older. The VC Show, let's go, doing the part with Roz. We got the sports on deck for our audience. Whether it's big news, hot topics, updates, straight facts, storytelling, breakdowns, a special guest. VC Show, let's go, it's time to turn it out. The VC Show, let's go. Welcome to the VC Show presented by Caesar Sportsbook on Omaha Audio. I'm Vince Carter alongside Roz Gordon. What a Roz. It's great to be back with you. You know, you're a busy lady, so I tried to hold it down for you. But you know what? I can admit it now. Glad to see you. Glad to see you. There you go. You're I'm happy? sorry, what was that? I'm sorry, what? Glad to have you back. Good to see you. You've missed you missed me? You missed we missed you. Yes, I missed you. <laughs> there you go. You got it. Well, I'm so happy to be back. I have absolutely missed the VC show. I've missed you. I've missed our team. I've missed everybody watching. Um, so glad to be back. Um, and now that I'm back, I have something I want to ask you about. What's going on? Yes, I've been busy. No. No, that's not it. No. <laughs> Internet's talking. The Internet's been oh, talking, Lord. Vince, about you. Um. A quote from the great Allen Iverson popped up about you on the internet, and he said that you're a top five dancer Bro. in the world. That came from Allen Iverson. In fact, he doubled down on it when he was questioned again. He said, like, I mean, he's like super incredible. I don't know if too many people know it, but the guys and the females that know Vince, that know him personally, they know he's like a top five dancer in the world. Dude, any dance in any style, he can do it. Whatever the young kids can do, whatever the fat is, Vince can do it. And then I don't know where he we, got this from. They got to get you on TikTok. So that's something that happened. I, I want the truth, Vince. He said something about TikTok. So this is him doubling back like recently. Yep, because it was because, TikTok, right? Yeah, yeah you said TikTok. That's what I'm saying. Wait, like, yeah. oh man. Yeah. I don't know where where I, I'd have to. I I have to have. I haven't talked to AI in a while, and I gotta ask him. Like, refresh my memory. Like, where 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 do you recall any of this? Like, because I know we played together in uh, Puerto Rico for uh, one of the uh, Olympic qualifying teams, uh, qualifier qualifier teams, but. I don't recall. I gotta. Ask, I gotta ask some questions. Wow. Why would Alan go? Why would Alan Iverson go on an interview and make up this story about you being a great dancer? Then? I, I don't know. I don't know. But I, <laughs> I don't know. Why would he make Something that up? Something is great. not adding up. Something some, exactly is not adding up. We both agree on that. Something is not adding up. I don't know what it is, but bro, what? Oh my gosh! I I got to get a hold of him asap. He went on to say. Oh, he said more. <laughs> um, just a great talent, a great gift to the world, a blessing to the fans. Um, does anything stick what? out that he can dance his tail off? And that was after you had retired. That's him reminiscing on you. After you retired, after 22 years in the league, Allen Iverson was asked about Vince Carter and his main memory was that you're a terrific, nah. incredible, generational dancer. And now <laughs> here you are denying it. All 100. I don't, man. 
unbelievable. We don't have to have Allen Iverson on the show. Can we reach out uh, to Absolutely. Can yeah, we have I'm, Allen I'm Iverson on the show? Okay. All right. That. I can't believe that you're just going to debt this like that. So it's over. You don't have anything to say about these comments? <laughs> I, have, I have zero to say because I am still, I have questions that okay. I need answer to from All that right. man. Because um, I don't know what he's, well, I don't know what he's talking about. Okay. That's, that's for real. That's for real. What other questions do you have for Allen Iverson? The, what, 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 well, the question is wh- where, where, where are you getting this information from? Where did you see this? Okay. Let's talk How, basketball. Sway? We could, we oh, could talk okay. basketball if you wanted, but before we Thank move you. on to current topics in the NBA, because that was, that was a quote that has resurfaced. According to our wonderful production team here at the VC show, I'm so the people want to know though, Vince, can you dance? I could, I, I, I could dance a little bit. Yes. Uh, at one point I was in, I was, I, as you know, I was in the band. I used to choreograph band dances back in the day. So yes, I, I was, um, I don't have two left feet. Now today, today's dances, uh, it's possible. Uh, I don't attempt them often. I don't put the time into them now. You know, you you already know what takes up my time. So I'm I'm probably behind on some dances now. Which uh, saying that now, I sound old, but it's okay. Do you have any other unknown skills that the world needs to know about? <laughs> can you can you cook? Are, are, uh, we know you so got fun. music. Can you cook? Yeah, I'm I'm okay. I don't I don't do it often. I think you're a humble Renaissance man, Vince, and I I don't even know why you're being so humble about. So it. I will say this: I will say this to that, not the cooking thing. Just my mother a long time ago, as as a as a high school kid, she said, you know, you need to begin to learn a little bit about a lot of things, and I took that to heart, and and it 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 puts you into a lot of circles, in my opinion. By just knowing a little bit about a lot of things, and ha- you're able to have conversations with all types of people, and it, it it was something I didn't really understand. I was like, okay, whatever. And as I started to get older, as basketball started to take me different places and started to meet people, uh, appearances, I started doing appearances that, uh, or or speaking engagements, that's to say, to to groups that didn't have anything to do with basketball. And at first, I used to have anxiety and was kind of didn't know what to say, you know, or, or how, how to be, you know, it was just all about, you know, basketball conversation. And, and as I began to kind of open my mind a little bit and start to learn a little bit about a lot of things, I mean, you know, when, when you, when you're in, in these different situations and Raj, you're in a, a lot of different um, situations like that and meeting different people, if you can have, or know a little bit, or just have a conversation about what someone else does, what they do, that I mean, you you know, that just opens up so many avenues for you, and I've I've learned that just you know, whatever it may be, I, I, there's a lot of things like cooking, like I mean, there's so many things out there that I don't like know much dancing? about, but like dancing, I, I I know I know about dancing, I do. I, that's, Look, I mean, I, I, no, I know about it. I don't know what you're covering up, but I think Alan Iverson. <laughs> I don't know what you're covering up, but I will get to the bottom of this. This is something. Yeah. I okay, think we yeah. have that on the show. I feel like you are giving me some roundabout circle nah, answers right I'm, now nah, to get around I'm, whatever Alan Iverson was talking about. There was an oh, off season. There was an off season trip somewhere, and you was in a beach. No. <laughs> <laughs> never, 
I've never. Dancing. I've only Hold there's on. only two times in my life that I can recall hanging with Ellen Iverson. And, oh, okay. You know, and it was both. Well, no, one was in a casino. I saw him uh, once, and then and then during our you know time when we played together, and well, and then some All Star games too. So, but I don't. I have to ask. I, I gotta ask, man. Okay, I'll take I'll take you off the hot seat. Let's move I am, on. I am so so confused. <laughs> Let me tell you, I wasn't a math major, but none of this is adding up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's take it to the numbers that are making sense. Oh. Your boy in Orlando, Paolo Banquero, like he's been doing his thing. And first of all, before we even get, you made your Orlando Magic broadcasting. Uh. Yeah, thank you. It was a cool opportunity. Uh, as you know, I called games for the Atlanta Hawks, and um, you know, PR reached out to me like, "Hey, would you be willing?" And, you know, me, I'm like, "Yeah, sure." Whether I can or can't, you know, I say yes. It, uh, what a former team that I played for, and it was great to be back. You know, obviously, you know, I'm from Florida, so I, I got to some some of the still some of the staff. Um, Security, I mean, still, still work there. So just walking in to that arena was was a pretty cool feeling, and uh, you know, we had we reminisced a little bit, but you know, it was cool. It was cool. It just adds uh, on to all of the other stuff that I'm doing. I'm I'm starting to get kind of busy like you now. Yeah, you don't even want to be busy like me. You've worked too hard your whole life to be at this glorious stage of your retired career and hustling like I am. This is your time to be in the sunset, just popping on shows. Yeah. I'm not ready for that. Players. No, you know, golfing. I, I think you are living a good retired life, man. Going to going to your kids' games, like things like that. I'm out here. Yeah, doing, but I'm doing this. And I'm, that's what this I'm saying. I'm doing that in between that. This I'm isn't doing a life, I, you think I'm, this is I fun? Didn't say that. You think I'm having a good time? Yes. But no, I'll tell you, it's this it's you know, I travel as much as playing. Um and I was like, dang, I should have just kept playing. Like, but you know, I, I just make it work and I I think I'm retired, but not completely or fully retired as far as far as just like kicking my feet up. Like I, I just can't I'm not at the age where I, I can see myself just kicking my feet up, just vacation after vacation. What I'm just, I don't know. I still got that hustler, like go get it mentality, man. So I still got goals, man. I still want to be, I'm going to throw it out there. I've, I've said it before, but I still want to be a part of an ownership group uh, where I can help, help a team, you know? So I, I just, I'm doing my work now as far as just, you know, calling games, being around, and doing this and then hopefully it leads me to that one day so you know the orlando magic has given me another opportunity i was joking um <laughs> it's the I end of the that. day i think i'm delirious but i think um <laughs> if there's anybody who you know you want affiliated with an organization or a team or an ownership group you know i mean we can't speak highly enough about you so the fact thank that you, you, you. Really put the work in there's a lot of people that would have pulled up like hey i'm vince <laughs> But like, <laughs> but the fact that you're like, hey, I'm willing to put in work at every chapter, you know, in every new role in my life, yeah, it speaks a lot of volumes, and, and I'm certain it will uh, it will pay off. Um, so, we hope so. No, no, no all that. Um, come on, man. Hard work pays off. For sure. Um, so tell me about Paolo. What you think about him? Real deal? 
I, I think he's the real deal. I, I like his game, uh, you know, and he's going to continue to mature. But you're talking about a rookie stepping into this NBA game. You saw what he did game one where, you know, he had to, you know, lay a, lay a, a my guy Corey Joseph down. But that's just say he, he's fearless. And uh, they're putting the ball in his hands. And we're not talking about a point guard here. You know, we're talking about a small four, power four type player um, that is – making moves. I mean, he's making waves and he's been out lately and their team is still playing well um, to have a bunch of young guys and they, they just play hard. You know, Coach uh, Jamal Mosley has those guys playing hard. So look out for that team. And I know everybody like, what, the Magic? Cool. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, it's just Magic and they're irrelevant to a lot of us, but they they have a lot of young talent. When, when it clicks, it's going to click. And just imagine the game hasn't slowed down for him yet. Like he's coming in as a rookie, just filling out. Like as he slows down, oh man. Look yeah, out. I mean, I think he looks pretty confident and poised, even as oh a rookie, yeah, with all he those is that eyeballs on him, and, and to be you know at his size to to be in that many playmaking positions on the court, and the know? pressure of being the number one pick doesn't yep. seem to phase him. Yeah, what's the pressure that comes with being a top ten pick? Being a top ten player immediately. Yeah. That's uh, I think that's the number one pressure is you you, you know you're expected to be good you're expected to make a difference and he's doing that but you know we've seen number one picks year after year that that takes some time and it, it, it's just different for for different players and he's in a position where he can be featured where he can have the ball where he can make mistakes but still have the opportunity to grow. And they're featuring and highlighting his talents, and then everything else will come around. Because I think he's a he's a great player, and he's going to still, you know, he, he's going to continue to evolve as a facilitator, being that he has the ball a lot. I look at him being like a LeBron as far as having the ball at that size, making plays for everyone and himself. So what's going to come with that is that responsibility of being a facilitator, because you, he can score a lot of points, but your team's not going to win. And once he kind of realized that, you know, you know how the phase works. Then, you know, he'll he'll become he'll he'll continue to to climb to that next tier. You know, you talk about handling pressure, um, and there's like good pressure, and there's like good anxiety sometimes, or good anxiousness—not anxiety, anxiousness—that might come, you know, with pulling up to and handling the pressure of your job. You know, for me, even as a broadcaster and as a player, as a basketball player, I was nervous before every game. And as a broadcaster, I have a lot of nervous energy as a person I do. Um, one of the things that I've tried to do is, one, a lot of positive self-talk, a lot of positive visualization, a lot of preparation gives me a lot of confidence. Preparation, knowing I came in prepared. Um, routines, I found as an athlete, help me to come into the game more settled. And I do that even as a broadcaster, I do a lot of the same stuff before every game. Um, you know, I really, really try to lock in on moments, especially on the sideline reporter role where I've got like 30 seconds to make impact and, and you really got to focus. Cause like, it's coming at you. You have no idea what's coming. Sometimes you got to make sure you're not distracted. And like, and I want to give you, before you go any far, further, I want to give you your kudos to that. Like you've, we've seen moments uh, where you've been able to, adapt to <laughs> unknown situations and it was just dope because it was seamless and and you didn't look rattled at all and you handle it with grace and dignity and, and like i got this like oh shoot okay uh all right boom all right 
because and, and I think it helps that you played the game and you know you you know what you saw. Mm-hmm. You can think quick, quick fat, quickly enough to where it's like, all right, cool, Drew Holiday. All right, well, boom. <laughs> I can ask you, and I can ask you a question just to get started to give you time to think, and, and you can um, you can just tell you did a great job. Thank you, Vince. Thank yeah. you so much. You're such a fabulous teammate. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that that does mean a lot to be seen. Sometimes the sideline role can feel. Um, you know, so I've heard somebody use the word thankless, you know, you're just hustling so much from one thing to the next. But um, yeah, I mean, those are like, I very much use basketball tools to help me get through my game days as a reporter now. Football season is here and nothing beats seeing your favorite team live. Not only does Vivid Seats have great NFL ticket prices, they're also the official ticketing partner of ESPN. And with Vivid Seats rewards, when you buy 10 tickets, you get the 11th free. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats, life happens live. Receive a reward credit equal to the average price of 10 tickets purchased, excluding taxes, fees, and processing costs. See vividseats.com slash rewards for terms and conditions. Okay. Three, two. Starting your small business can be a total roller coaster. Between all the bumpy twists and turns comes the actual business side of your business, which can really throw you for a loop. Luckily, with QuickBooks, you can manage your business with confidence from the start. So no matter how bumpy the ride gets, you can always stay on track. New business, no problem. Success starts with Intuit QuickBooks. Learn more at quickbooks.com. I'm curious, like, were you ever nervous before games or no, you just pulled up? Uh... I had nerves, um, but as I got to know how to handle them, I had my fixes for them. So sometimes for games, even I'm talking about even year 20, 21, 22, I was like, I don't know, just hype. I was just in that mood like going crazy. So I had music that I would listen to to kind of just mellow me out, not just mellow me out where I can't, I got to fire myself up, but just even keel and vice versa when I, you know, when I needed to kind of find that energy, particularly year 19, 20, 21, 22, find that energy uh, to to be ready to go. Because I, I, I mean, for me, I felt like I had a responsibility regardless of whether I had a built-in excuse. You know, it's easy to say, oh, he's 40 something. You know, he, you know, he does, he, he, it's understandable. I didn't see it that way. I consider myself a play, basketball player and I had to be, I had to be, ready to go like any other player. So I had music for the moment and for the mood and and where I needed to be. So, yeah, I mean, I I had nervous energy and I had, sometimes I felt like I was, um, I wasn't ready to play uh, mentally. So I found, found, you know, uh, music or motivation, you know, like you said, some of those self-talk sometimes like, bro, like, nah, you can't do this. You can't do this. Like, you know, what, you know what they're going to say if, you play your eight minutes or your 12 minutes or your 15 minutes, whatever it was, if you don't come ready to go, things like that. So, uh, yeah, for yeah. sure. What kind of music did you play to get yourself in the right zone for a game? It, uh, like I said, it depended on the moment. I mean, I was, uh, I, it was a lot of throwback for me, a lot of throwback music, uh, that I enjoyed that, uh, 
you know, sometimes, I mean, sometimes was no limit. You know, it just, you know, it, it, sometimes, it, it, you know, it just, you know, just some upbeat mystical. I'm a big, I was a big mystical fan. So, oh, you, you know, some of his. mystical? Oh. Come on, man. Yeah, who was like, it? Who was it? Yeah, yeah, right. So, like, mystical, you know, was one of my favorites. So, he he's the one that kind of, he and, and, and No Limit kind of got me there. Um, You know, OTI, OGZ, you know, stuff like that. Uh, some old biggie. Yes. Uh, I mean, yes, I was all over the place. Gotcha. Yeah, a couple of songs. Yeah, I mean, okay. uh, you know, some Ross. Like those. That's that was kind of my group there. And and when I uh, when I was over overly hyped, I listened to some jazz. Um, Sam Cooke. I was all over Najee. Uh, I was all over the place as far as that. You know, so uh, you know, I'm, I'm heavy into the band. Obviously, you know, I was in the marching band, so. I'll, I'll listen to like a lot of marching bands, you know, that, that kind of just got me in a different, it, it, I don't know, that was hard to explain. I know people were like, wait, what? But that would kind of, you know, keep me even keel too, because I really enjoy that music as well. With us talking about mindset, pressure, preparation, how we step into the game, it's a good segue for the just ongoing conversation around the Nets and specifically Ben Simmons. Um, and more recently, Charles Barkley just had, you know, more to say on Ben Simmons and, you know, to softly paraphrase, um, you know, he, he said that he felt Ben needed to work with a sports psychologist, a mental game coach that he is blocked up um, and that he felt Ben, the decision to move Ben to coming off the bench um, and have him come in as a backup and in a reserve role he didn't like it. And I think that's a tough, that's tough. You know, I think you've got coach trying to figure out what's the best way to one, put him in a position to win. And then maybe two, to take a little bit of pressure off of him in the second unit, perhaps feature him differently in the second unit. And to your point, I think, you know, and let's start with, dude, I gotta get these wins. (laughs) <laughs> you know, so what are well, your I'm next out the door? <laughs> right. What are your thoughts on the Ben Simmons situation? It's a it's a tough situation. Uh, I will say I'm, I'm going to double back and then work my way forward. I did like Kyrie protecting Ben Simmons coming out. Like, what do you want to do? This guy's been out for a year and a half trying to get basketball. And, and, and I would ask that of anyone like you get away from, you know, let's just talk about the game of basketball or, you know, something it's going to take you to while a while to kind of roll yourself back into, you know, into that professional form. And, you know, on top of all of the other issues and mental issues he's having from what we've, you know, what we've heard on top of being a point guard, trying to understand how to be the best point guard and get these two superstars and KD and Kyrie the ball and so on and so forth. So, uh, you know, it's one thing having a mental coach and all of these things and visualizing going through and simulating these situations. It's another thing actually going through it live and feeling comfortable enough to handle those moments or situations that, that might put him in these uh, hesitant moments or situations. So it's a process. I mean, he's kind of going through it in front of us all. You know, yeah. when the every when 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 the everyday person they take their time off and they go through this behind closed doors, behind the scenes where nobody knows and nobody really can count. I mean, can't comment on on his every move. So it's just a different situation. Everybody's going to have their opinion. Um, you know, now to, to what Barkley said, like 
I hear him, but you know, it's a, it's it's a, hear him. I hear what? what he's saying. Like he's like, oh, he doesn't like it. He feels like he should play his. I'm guessing he feels like he should play play himself out of this mental block outside of the mental coach. But so let's have an organization. Call. Like, should well, he let me. Come, you think he should come off the bench? Yes, I do. I, I and 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 I think that because. Me personally, I think you're saving it for himself. Now we're able to take a step back because through all of this stuff that we've been hearing lately, you don't hear much about Ben Simmons and not performing lately. You know, it was in the beginning, the first couple of games, it was like, oh man, what what's going on? And then it died away because of you know all of the other Kyrie stuff and not to. And I think bringing him off the bench, you know, it's like, all right, take your time. Do you think? Because I, I think they are in his corner. But it's a situation where we're supporting you, but we've just gone through a coaching change and we have this interim coach who's trying to win and we're trying to continue to have our season to have a good season, save our season. It's a lot going on at the same time. So I don't think there's a book, (laughs) there's a coach that you can go and ask these questions. How do I handle this situation? I think they're trying to go through this as they're in the fire. Um, so they're just trying to make the right decision for everyone, you know, because just think about it. If Jock doesn't win, if he's one in three or doesn't win a game, what are we saying right now? We got to figure it's time for Jock to go. He's not the one. So, no, um, I, I don't think that's going to be, they can't just, no, I'm just saying if, if they if don't win but, him to that position, he's got to get the whole season under him unless they, I'm talking about blow. they outside the outsiders, not more so organization, you know, so I just, you know, you just get the talk. And now I think they're, they're starting to push the talk out of their locker room. It's more right. playing basketball. Now, you know, they kind of, kind of can just hoop and conversations at, you know, doing shoot around and, and before the games are about, your opponent now, not about, oh, what do you think about what such and such said? You know, yeah. so I, I think, you know, they're trying to keep as much noise out. You know, I think Ben is in a, in a situation matters. Um, and I think the Nets are trying to work towards being a healthier organization on a number of levels. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the more you can help Ben just focus on, you know, the game and, and, you know, I'm I'm reading articles about watch, listening, watching his language. Are you watching interviews from Ben talking about taking it a day at a time and um, one day at a time? Think about that. Think about that. Relearning now, not only positions, and I'm like, you know, you just we just spoke about Paolo Banquero and you um, compared him to LeBron James. You said there's things you could make that comparison. Just to a few years ago, we were talking about Ben the same in the LeBron same way. Yeah. And you know and they, he can be that. He still can yeah. be that if he wants. Well, in the language that I noticed from Coach Vaughn though, you know, I'm looking at language. I'm looking at who's telling the story. You know, I keep my media hat on. And I'm noticing Coach Vaughn is um resetting expectations. He is taking pressure off of Ben. He is letting go of past notions and understandings of who Ben is in this league. So see if you were to read a quote that coach Vaughn used to describe Ben and just read it. And you told somebody, guess who that, and you didn't say, you didn't say the name. You said, guess who this quote is about? You wouldn't know that was about Ben Simmons. You would think it would be some, you know, uh, you know, rotational player working their way up on the roster. They need to see more, not a guy who's making, I think 170 million or something. 
you know, yeah. and like, you know, these, the size of these contracts put a lot of pressure too. Yeah. It's hard to have, it's hard to hear somebody say, oh, I'm going to take it. I'm just taking it one day at a time, making a hundred seven. And the market and the market that he's in doesn't help either. He's you know, in a small in market. New York, in New York. Now I'm a compassionate person and I, I actually have a lot of mental health stuff going on in our family. So there's a lot of compassion and grace I'm able to meet this with, but I understand the business side of this too. And it's like your contract says you need to be here and it's putting pressure on the rest of our roster. But um, I think it's just a matter of time and to, to um, you know, Charles's point about a sports psychologist, I think everybody should be seeing a sports psychologist. All teams. Do we know that he is or is not already? I'm sure he is. I mean, he's talked mm -hmm. very publicly about his mental health. Why wouldn't yeah. he? Be that's what I'm saying. But it's like you know, he needs to see one. But like that's what I'm saying. Like, is you know, do we know that he's he is or is not already? You know, like I feel like I can imagine he it's is. just exactly. That's what I'm saying. I think he is. I'm sure he is, and I think it's just. Everybody handles it different because differently. And we look, we, we put, we look at situations and we look at how we handle those situations and expect that person to handle it like I or we would handle it. And I think sometimes we do that to players and, you know, we all handle things differently. You know, we all have, we can all get thrown in the same situation and handle it differently every time. I think that every team and most there are i would say there's a number of teams if not all that have a hired sports psychologist on the mm -hmm. team staff and if they don't you know there's someone that they bring in do you have ambitious hiring goals for the last quarter of 2022 with the powerful hiring partner big goals are no big deal you need indeed indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract interview and hire all in one place find top talent fast with indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like indeed instant match assessments, and virtual interviews. Indeed makes hiring all in one place so easy because it takes 10 minutes or less for most small business employers to post a job. According to U.S. Indeed data, Indeed also has a jaw-dropping pool of talent. In fact, three out of four of U.S. online job seekers search for jobs on Indeed each month according to Comscore. Join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to sponsor your job post at Indeed.com slash VC show. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash VC show. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, the last week or two, I've been covering games and going to cities and talking to the players and I almost, it's hard, you know, I have to use social media. I have content to post. I have to keep up with what's going on. But recently I felt like I needed to take a break. And I know that for the athletes, um, they're right in the thick of it on so many levels between the converse, you know, the things that were happening with um, Kanye and Kyrie and conversations about anti-Semitism and then takeoff passing and then uh, this person passing away and then like, you know, shootings and this, it just, it feels like there's so much stimulation and, and then also everything has an agenda and so much like happening at once. It's a lot. And so you know, I feel like 
all these players, I mean, especially on the Nets, when you see how the conversation, and I'll shift this, has moved around Kyrie, at first, you know, it became an issue of Kyrie, is he being stubborn? And now there's a larger feeling that you're seeing a momentum moving around, or let me say that better, because I don't want to say that wrong. Kyrie and anti-Semitism and the hurtfulness of, of, of his, of you, how you use your platform. And now on the other side, I'm seeing a ripple effect of, especially within the black community, people feel now rallying around Kyrie and feeling that he's being unjust. The punishment isn't matching the crime or is he being, uh, persecuted in the wrong way. And now more recently you're seeing, you know, NBP, NBP players association, association of representatives like a Jalen Brown speaking up, speaking publicly now that he is upset that now LeBron James has spoken up say, talking that the, the punishment has been ex, uh, excessive and, and there's been a lot of support um, from other celebrities and entertainers. And all I see is like, man, there's just, this has become, it can, it has the potential to be very big. And I'm curious to your thoughts on how you've seen, one, the actual actions around the Nets versus the bigger political or agenda or larger conversations as a society around what's going on. My question was, it is excessive. And why is it so excessive? That's your stance. You know, what, you know, why, yeah. Why? Why are they? Why are they? Why are they? Why is this punishment so excessive? Like what? What? I'd like to know why they they feel like this, 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 this. And and one of the things I thought. So if we think back, you know, on timelines, it's like, you know, some of the things with Kyrie has put the Nets in situations where they had no power or no control over whatever. Outside of saying, please <laughs> stay away. And now this is a chance for them to kind of gain their power back. So I think it's more over over a course, but they're using the mo the, the now to get everything under control. You said I think Sean Marks is trying to change the culture on expectations and what what they expect from guys. And and I I, I was like maybe that's why. And I'm not sitting here saying by any means that's right uh, because I, I I think it is uh, excessive. Um, you want an apology, uh, a public apology, um, you know, <laughs> Kyrie being Kyrie <laughs> was giving an apology his way, which wasn't good enough. And that's fair. That's fair to the organization. And, you know, that conversation between Adam Silver and Kyrie should have happened before all of this happened. Now, the, the, the organization is allowed to have their own, you know, you know, their own disciplinary actions and do you know, as they see fit. So I, I get that part. Um, but I was like, okay, you know, I, I, okay, here's, here's what confuses me. Ownership. Um, commissioner has come out and say by any, we, we feel there's not, there's, you know, Kyrie is not what, what we perceived him to be so on and so forth. So what, where are we right now? Like, okay. Yeah, so you now know, uh, yeah, like we now know, and you said he's not that. You know, he, he he has zero hate to the Jewish community and all of these things. So, 
let's fix the problem and so we can move on because I think this is a strain on everyone. And there again, here's another situation where organization league is trying to handle this. But there, is there a book to go by it? Like, you know, we obviously we feel like what's right was wrong and we're trying to handle it that way, but it is ex- excessive. It is point blank. I mean, I think you're trying to get him to, you know, <laughs> to just go on this, this mission that, you know, I, I think you handled it the right way. He has to meet with this, this, this. But the most important person he needs to meet with first, he needs to handle stuff within himself. Then you have to meet with your ownership. He did that. Ownership said, no. You know what? No, Kyrie is not like that. I can vouch for him on that. Check. Meet with the commissioner of the league. You know what? Kyrie is not like that. Check. Now, within all of these things, now I think you've proven that you're not like that. Now, Kyrie should still be able to play while now meeting with these community figures that they want them him to meet with mm-hmm. at the same time. You know, but, you know, like I said, they all handle it different. Yeah, I think I think that I mean, it's a sticky situation. Like, no, what do you no, think? No, 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 you don't got to walk it back. Like, I think you said. You're no, no, kidding. no. I'm not. What I'm saying is it's a sticky yeah. situation. It's sticky. I it's, think it's, there were. There were many missed opportunities by multiple right. parties. That's what, yeah, that's what I say. It, yeah, I agree. Kyrie missed a number of opportunities to nip it in the bud. Sorry. Oh, you know, that was wrong. Or I didn't. He eventually got there, but allowed, but in in his hesitation and his slowness to get there and perhaps his stubbornness to say it the way people needed to hear it or to denounce it. It created, it allowed the situation to become, you know, bigger. Um, it also allowed, while there is a lot of, um, while it was absolutely reckless to use your platform to put any hurtful to any group information out there, um, what you'll notice is that these things, these types of conversations now become like filled with agenda. People who don't care about Kyrie, people who don't care about the NBA, people who don't care about Jewish people or people who don't care about black people have now found a way to use this and manipulate it into, you know, something that they can use. And, you know, I think there were missed opportunities by ownership and the Brooklyn Nets. And I think there were missed opportunities by, um, you know, the NBA to have a conversation before you know further putting fire on this and then escalating nobody de-escalated everybody escalated and you know you put there's a list out i actually wonder how did that list get out there who gave that whose team did that come from because that only made the the nets look crazy and made can i I say one thing before you go any further i I just want to add to that so until you can continue and you 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 just put it out there the, the, I think the, the thing that's so damaging is that everything or everyone felt like they had to put it out on in the social media or everything they're feeling on, on, in social media instead of handling it internally. Yeah, I think there's... You, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I know Josiah had something. Correct. Right, know? but everybody felt like they had to go to say, like, what they had to say, like Joe Sox said, okay, handle it. You're the owner. Go in and pull him aside and say, hey, I didn't like, you know, everything you said on social media, say it behind the closed door, behind closed doors, because now everybody's stressed trying to keep media out, but you invite them in by 
Yeah, Social. I get what you're saying. And that's and what I, I'm saying. Do you think so, that the activity by Nets ownership, um, Joe Sai on Twitter, um, was abnormal for an owner? I thought I thought it was kind of weird. Like he he showed his displeasure for me. I mean, it's it's it. You see it, you see it happen. But I, I think this is a situation where it's like, nah, 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 not that one, not that one. Keep that, handle that, boss man, handle that internally. To me, that's that's I felt when I saw it. In the PR scope of things, Kyrie certainly has been has been digging himself himself a hole. There have been a number of actions he's taken that have mm-hmm. been worthy of critique and mm-hmm. got critique. But I don't think that the tables really turned until ownership, you know, Josiah and ownership got really involved vocally. And then we saw a list of demands and then we saw back and forth. And then it's hard to throw any stones, you know, because people will, it's 2022, you know, people can look up, you know, and, and, and see if, do you have a glass house yourself? And, you know, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, and then the PR campaign. And then now I'm actually seeing a rally around Kyrie because you're noticing mm-hmm. players starting to shift before it was silent. Now players are saying this excessive. There's reports now that the Players Association may file a grievance for Kyrie, who has apologized, who did offer the money, although it was rejected. He has spoken to all the parties that he had to speak to. It's becoming bigger than Kyrie. It's becoming bigger than the Nets. And if it, it if the end, I'm sure the NBA would like to end this as soon as possible because it, it could get mm-hmm. into something much uglier, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. Let's leave it there. It's been good talking with you. I got to catch a flight, hustle. My life just is always on the road. I still haven't packed. You want? But you want to talk more? <laughs> Look at Vince. Vince always. You. I didn't you say wanna, nothing. No. What I didn't say nothing. What do you want to talk about? Bradley Beal's and the no. Lakers. You got a comment was, on the Lakers? You think it's possible? Joel Embiid had 59. I know that. <laughs> Is he the best player in the world? I do you, know that. All right, let's do let's do a Joel Embiid no, no, no. topic. He's he not, he not, he not the best player in the world. Who's the best player in he the world? He's not the best player in the world. Okay, I'm going to say I'm gonna say Giannis, Luka, and then Jason Tatum right now. Those three. I love, I love right that. now. Yeah. yeah. Those three right now. Yeah. Cook, cook, cooking. Wait, 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 they're, wait. They're... Wait. But Joel's not in in your list of top players. I just, I just gave you three. That's it. You, I just gave you three. I did, I did. Yeah, yeah. You want, you want five? Because when I give you five, you can say, wait, such such not in there. All right. John Morant. All right. Joel. You okay. So we can show. say no. So we can say okay, fine. Give me a top three, and that Luca. means. Say, say it again. I just gave you those three. I said you could say Giannis, Luca, Jason Tatum. Then you throw Ja, and then or, or and then um, okay. MB. You got five players there, and I said give me three. That five. That five. Well, I gave you three already. You was like, wait. So you okay? So your five. I just gave you are, a five. I just gave five players. So your five are Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. No, I'm playing. Dylan, <laughs> Dylan, Dylan. No, okay. Here you go. Um, Giannis. Giannis, Luca, Tatum, Tatum, Embiid, Morant, Ja, and Morant. I like that. Those five right now are doing it. 
Yeah. Okay. If if you had to go down to three, what are your three? Giannis, Luca, Tatum. All right. Those two follow. You had to go top two, not two. Who's your number one? Giannis. That's it from the VC show. He said it. Let's go. Swear the word. Let's go. <laughs> Yo, man, you got to pack. basketball. Pack it. All right. I feel bad. I always feel like the adult telling you to turn the lights off and go to bed. Like you wanna, you wanna talk more. We can, How you ain't pack it? No, go ahead. We can we can talk about the field rumors. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm <gonna> talk. <laughs> All right. It was fun to see you. Always a pleasure. You know how we do. Thank you to everyone for listening. Uh, we love, obviously, having a great conversation to get you guys conversating and talking. VC Show, let's go. We out. <laughs>